everyone. Yes, I do mean you. It's me, Silver Daddy. Are you ready for another exciting adventure, aka trip or trippin' with me? We're about to discover and share some amazing life stories. If I take a few sudden tangent turns along the way, don't worry, because I'll find our way back. Come on, climb aboard, and buckle up, because we are ready to start another great episode of Trippin' with Silver Danny. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And in the beginning, this is where it all started. That house right there behind me, that's the house I was born and raised in. I lived there for 25 years. It was the first house my parents purchased. And this street, Andy Court, is my childhood. I can tell you so many stories about this street. And I'm in the cul-de-sac, the circle. This circle here was famous. This is where all our wiffle ball games took place. This is where our kick the can took place. Our dodgeball. Red Rover, Ghost in the Graveyard, this was the headquarters. And my house was right where all the kids played. Everyone loved my mom because she would make popsicles in the summer for all us kids. And the bedroom up in that corner, that was my bedroom that I shared with my brother. You probably remember if you heard my show about Halloween, I talked about the monster. That monster lived right behind these houses that used to be a woods. That's Tracy and Lori's house. That's Mark's house. And that house there, that was Hazel and Shelby's house. But my parents bought that house there and that's where my grandparents lived. So my later in life, like when I was in high school, my grandparents lived right next door to me because my mom had to take care of my grandmother. And they used to live far away from here. So it was easier to move my grandparents close to where we lived. So my mom would only go next door. But this street has only like 15, 16 houses. I knew everyone who lived on this street. I knew every family's name and there's not one family still living on this street. Like I could go around and tell you, like when I was saying, this is Mark's house, this is Chetwood's. Mark was my best friend. Tracy and Lori, we went, we were the only kids in Jenny Upstreet that went to Catholic schooling. And then you had Bobby and Jeff, Gary, the Morfords. I mean, I knew, you knew everyone. And then the Lovitz lived there and the Harmons lived there. The Harmons had the only built-in swimming pool. And I used to take care of their pool and help them. I used to be able to go swimming all the time. That's why now I have issues I'm worried about skin cancer because I was at the pool all summer long swimming. 
that's where my love of swimming came from. And this hill, this house here, between our two houses, there's a hill there. And we went sled riding on that one winter, and it was ice. And that's where I broke my arm in two places and messed all my teeth up. Oh, it was miserable. But a lot has changed. Back in the corner of the house, of the yard, back there, there was three giant trees. And that's where our tree camp was. And then back on this side of the street, that was Nikoloff's house. And that was Reb's house and Stetter's, the Polies. But back on this side of the street, there was the woods back there. That was the big kids' woods. We got to play on this side of the street, the older kids played over there. But the woods connected right down through here. It was just like a little gully. To us, it was a big woods. And it's where we would experiment and do things. This is my childhood. This is where everything happened. And this is where all my memories are from. And it's very emotional when I come here and I see this place. Because my neighbor Jan, she was, she was like my second mom. And I know she just passed away a couple years when I was living in Florida. And I could not go to her funeral so there's a lot of very emotional things that I remember from this street like the house here that my grand that my grandparents lived what ended up happening they lived here and then later on my parents sold our house and my parents moved into this house this is the house where my grandparents died this front corner bedroom is where my grandmother died and I was trying to do CPR on her when she had her massive heart attack this is also where my parents lived when they passed away so the street has a lot of memories we used to have all my 4th of July we used to decorate our bikes and ride our bikes around. And our parents would have a huge block party. Up at the top of the street, they would cut the street off. And they would be drinking beer and partying and lighting off fireworks and doing everything here in the circle. Everything took place in this circle. This circle is where all the fun happened. We would have parties in this circle. We would play in this circle. And the hardest part was because I lived right here by the circle, my parents would ground me. They would let me go into the yard, but I couldn't go over the sidewalk. So I could stand right here on the edge of our grass while all the kids were right here playing. And I wasn't allowed to play. That was the worst punishment a parent could do. It's like dangling a carrot in front of a kid. But I never made those mistakes more than once. Hey everyone, this is my in the beginning where I started. This is where a lot of my memories are. 
We're going to take a short break. I'll be right back. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Do you want to upgrade your home to maybe waterfront property or looking for investment property here in Broward or West Palm Beach counties and you want it to be hassle-free and stress-free and drama-free? Then you need real estate agent Mark. He has years of customer service and knows this market. Let me tell you, the great thing about real estate agent Mark is he always answers his phone. He's never missing an action. This is why I recommend real estate agent Mark to my family, friends, and you, my followers. So it doesn't matter if you live in New York, LA, Dubai, Rome, London, or Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. If you're looking to buy real estate in South Florida, contact real estate agent Mark. You can contact him at Palm Beach Realtor for you.com hey everyone welcome back to tripping with silver daddy see the building behind me that building was so important in my life this is our lady of victory we call it olv and this is where i went to school primarily my whole elementary and it is one of the largest schools in Delhi Township. So I lived in Hamilton County where the city of Cincinnati is, but we lived in a township called Delhi. A lot of the areas were like broken down into townships. Townships can have their own police department, fire department, their own kind of government, but they can't pass laws. The only laws we could you know, we had to follow was the Hamilton County laws and the state laws. But this is my parish. So that is, the building behind me is where I had 7th and 8th grade my last two years. And then the building over there, that's where all the younger grades were. And the main office. It's a fairly large school. Like I said, it is um, one of the largest schools in the township. When I was in school here, like I had five classes in eighth grade and each class had probably 25 kids in it. So I had probably, you know, 125 so kids in my graduating class. But the parish changed a lot, even when I was a kid. That over there is the new church. We call it the new church because we had a very old historical church that kind of looked just like this building. When I say old historical church, this parish is the third oldest parish in Hamilton County. It started back in 1842. And when it originally started, it was St. Stephen's was the name. And then in 1853, they changed the name to Our Lady of Victory. And as I told you, we just call it OLV. Then behind the school here, this was like the junior high school, we called it. There's a convent where the nuns lived. And then there's the playing fields back here in the cemetery. Really cool place. Had some great times here. Let me tell you, a lot of memories. This street out here, we call it Knee Road. 
about a quarter, probably half mile, mile down the road is a university, a college called Mount St. Joe. And then May, we used to walk. You can see that big building way up there on the hill? That's the mother house where all the nuns retire to. And those, so next to it is Mount St. Joe College. We used to walk all the way down here and say the rosary for the Mayflower. We called it Mayflower. That we did the crowning of Mary. But probably one of the more interesting things and funny things that I remember from here, as I just said, Mayflower, we had a nun here who taught math, Sister Mary. Sister Mary was older. And like if you were counting on your fingers, she would whack you with the ruler. They used to do things that they could get by with in a Catholic school way back then that you would never get away with nowadays. You know how many times they put soap in my mouth for talking too much in this school? Like they used to always say, oh, do you want cherry or lime? I'm like, I don't want either. The stuff tastes like crap. But then they would put soap in my mouth. Oh, Miss Vinky, I'll never forget her. She is a science teacher. She put soap in my mouth. And I'd sit in the back of the class and I'd put spit with the soap and I'd blow bubbles when her back was turned. Everyone would laugh. Then I got in trouble for blowing bubbles. It's like, it's not my fault. You're the one who put the damn soap in my mouth. But back to Sister Mary, because the funny thing is, back in the 70s, when I went to school here, the area of Xenia, Ohio, and also down here in Sailor Park got hit by some major tornadoes. The city of Xenia, Ohio was like destroyed, the whole city was. And right over there, if you can see that big building down there, whoops, that big building with the right across the street if you're watching on YouTube. That building is the fire department. Right after we went through this tornado season and these tornadoes took over all the house, like destroyed these cities and towns and buildings. The fire department on the first Wednesday of every month would set off like this siren, a test siren. And we would be in Sister Mary's class. The siren would go off and she would start screaming, It's a tornado! It's a tornado! Get under your desk! Get under your desk! you never seen this nun make so many kids cry and get scared over nothing. It just happened a lot. But this was a great school. We were really known for sports. Really good with sports. And what else were we known for? Probably our most famous person here is Bill Hammer. I would say Bill's probably one of our more famous alumni. Bill Hammer used to be on CNN, now he's on Fox News. He's about three years younger than I am. I used to hang around with his sister, Tracy. They actually lived in the subdivision and houses real close, right behind the school. So, we know them. 
hung around with Tracy. I was in youth group here. In youth group was like high school kids. We would have dances, parties, go places, do things. Oh my God, we used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show with Sister Deloise. Oh, she loved it. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. We used to go to the midnight showing with a nun and party and do all the things there. But the youth group, when we started, um, Paul Imhoff and a few of them, Bill, trying to think who else, Jerry Hertzenberg. Jerry's also really famous. I'll talk about Jerry in a second. They all started the youth group like two years before I started high school. So when I got in high school, it was only two years old, and then I got really involved in it. By my sophomore year, when I was 16, I was the president of our youth group here, all the way to my senior year. And I guess my claim to fame here is when I was a junior in high school, I was both up for president of the youth group of the year, and our youth group was up for the youth group of the year. There's over 200 youth groups that were a part of the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. That include the areas of Cincinnati, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, all the way up to Lake St. Mary. And my junior year, I was president, Peggy Niemeyer was the vice president, and we actually won the most outstanding youth group in the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. It was a big honor. So that's kind of my high school claim to fame is to be president when we won this big honor. So back to that, and I was talking about Jerry Hertzenberg. Jerry was a friend of mine. He was older. He was about three years older or four years older. And Jerry actually started a great company called Mad Hat Puppets. Became very famous. They do a lot of work in the schools and all that. Unfortunately, Jerry died of hepatitis at a very young age. He was a very creative guy. Um, would do anything for anyone. So this is where I spent my younger age, like from maybe 10 years of age through 14, 15, maybe earlier than that, maybe eight. But this was where my elementary. This is OLV, Our Lady of Victory. And I have great memories of this place. So, hey everyone, I'm gonna take a break and I'll be right back. So please listen to my sponsor. Go Victory. Hey, do you like premium fetish and leather products? Then you need to go to Leatherworks. That's where I go shopping. They make so many things in-house and they only use the best quality leather. Leatherworks is inclusive of all sexuality, gender, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, can get the perfect fit. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. It offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, they have specialty classes. And they also have community parties. If you need to buy that special gift or want that unique holiday gift, go to leatherworks.com. That's leather, 
Works is spelled W-E-R-K-S dot com. And you can buy online. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. See this building behind me? It is now the home to Northside Bank and Trust. But back in 1985, this building was pretty famous, unfortunately. I actually worked here. I was at the University of Dayton and I wanted to co-op and my degree was finance and business. And back at that time, business majors didn't really have opportunities to co-op where you could work for a company, get a, get experience and maybe use some of the credit. Co-op jobs were primarily for like engineers and education. Dayton didn't have business co-ops. This was my local savings and loan. It was called Molitor Savings and Loan. I lived only a couple blocks away. So this is where my family did all their banking. And I walked in my junior year and said, hey, I'd like to co-op here. And they said, what? I said, I go to the University of Dayton. That car's loud. I go to the University of Dayton and I'd like to co-op. And they actually then said, well, hold on. And they had me meet with Fred Moore, who was the president and pretty much owner, and Joe Clawwitter, who actually owned a grocery store that was across from my grade school. And I talked to him and told him what I was doing. My degree was finance and I was looking for some experience and I wanted to co-op. You know, sometimes you gotta create your own opportunities. So after talking to him, they said, hey, come back tomorrow. We want you to meet someone. They didn't tell me who. So I did. And I came back the next day and I met Steve Kreider. Steve Kreider, back in the mid 80s, he was actually a wide receiver on the Cincinnati Bengals team. You're probably very familiar with the guy he played across from on the Bengals team. His name is Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth. Well, Steve Kreider was actually working on his PhD in finance at UC, and he was an officer of the bank. I ended up getting a co-op job and working for Steve Kreider. I actually shared the office with him. And the funny thing is, see this little parking lot behind it? Steve taught me how to drive a stick shift on his 944 red Porsche there. But yes, so I worked for Steve and it was quite interesting because he would go off to Bengals training camp. I would start doing all the work that he would assign me. And then I would drive up to training camp, meet him, show him what my work was and results. And he would give me like the next week's marching orders. I would sit at Dairy Queen with Steve Kreider Kenny Anderson was the quarterback. He was there with his kids, Icky Woods. These are all back in the 80s. Well, some things, shady things started happening. 
In March of 1985, another savings loan called Home State was doing business with EMS. EMS was ba they basically went bankrupt. And it came out in the news that EMS and, and the savings alone home state was going to take a $150 million loss. Home state, the savings and loan was going to take a $150 million loss. Well, as soon as that news broke, there was a run on money. Everyone was going to home state and taking their money out. In a two-day period, they tried to withdraw $100 million in savings. Once this started, all the savings and loans in Ohio started to get a run on their money. Now, I was graduating from the University of Dayton in May of 85. I had a job lined up to work here and everything was set for me. I never even interviewed my senior year because I had a set job here. All of a sudden I get a phone call from Fred Moore, the president said, hey, I need you to come back here from Dayton. We have a problem. I wasn't even paying attention to news. We didn't watch news in college. I come down and there's a line of people trying to take money out. CNN was here in the parking lot. They had security at the door. They let me in. I go see Fred and he goes, here, here's talking points. I need you to go outside and talk to CNN. All of a sudden, I'm out there telling people, hey, don't worry, don't take your money out. We're fine. I even told my parents that. Unfortunately, the whole savings and loan went under, went bankrupt. Everyone lost money. My family lost a lot of money. And needless to say, when I graduated from Dayton, I didn't have a job. And I never interviewed for anything. So I was leaving Dayton jobless. Steve Kreider left the company months before this happened because he knew something was happening. He even pre-warned me and told me, hey, you need to be careful. And I didn't follow his advice. Steve was a great mentor to me. And I had great times here. They actually sent me to several places, a dumb college student. I had to take million dollars of student loans to Sally Mae up in Pennsylvania and they took like a $2 million life insurance policy out of me in case the plane crashed. They actually sent me to New York City when I was co-oping here, Steve Kreider did, to check out the money store and they took me to dinner at the top of the World Trade Center that was involved in the 9-11 airplane crashes. Windows of the World on the top of one of the towers. I actually ate there because the savings alone sent me. 
I w went to these classes and I had to go check to make sure the money store was an actual place. They sent me to Houston, Texas to actually go to a seminar. And I did that. And actually, they took me to a club there. And I saw the guys from ZZ Top in the club. It was a magic club. Great memories. Only if things really would have worked out. This would have been my career where I would have been. Now the scary part, besides that's my car. See that over there? That's a junior high school. That's Delhi Junior High School. And there's something that happened there or someone who went to school there that's very famous, but no one in this community wants to ever talk about. At that junior high school, Charles Manson was a student there when he was in junior high for a year or two when he lived in Cincinnati. Yes, Charles Manson actually went to school in my community, but we don't talk about it. Hey everyone, I'm going to take a short break and I'll be back at another location. Please listen to my sponsors. So when you're out on vacation, visiting Europe or the beaches, just having fun, enjoying life, what is your other best friend doing? Are they behind a cage in that pet spa where they get to come out and join the other pets in the yard for an hour? That's no life. Let Silver Daddy come and take care of your pet. If you are in Broward County and you want a Silver Daddy to cuddle and take care of your pet, then just send me an email at trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And I am on Delhi Pike. Delhi Pike is the busiest street in my community where I was born and raised. And this little building behind me has some significant value to me personally, and I'll share that. But when I was a little kid, this Delhi Pike only had one traffic light. One traffic light, and there was only like one store. This is back in the days where these stores that are no longer known, like we had a Kresge's, and like right off the avenue, there were farmers that sold stuff. We're talking 50 something years ago. Now, I drove down this street for the first time in like 12 years. I didn't even realize what all this stuff was. There's things everywhere. But this little thing behind me is still standing. So let's talk about that. I'm gonna move the camera. So way down there at the corner, down there, way down there. See, way down there if you're watching on YouTube. Down at the corner, there's a bank. Well, was a bank. And it was First National Bank of Cincinnati. And it was the first branch that I was a manager of. It then became Star Bank. 
And when I was there, I started all by myself the Delhi Business Association. The Delhi Business Association, I got a lot of business members to get involved. We had monthly meetings and we did things. Well, for Delhi's bicentennial, we built this little gazebo. And it was dedicated. We actually started this. We started the business association in 88. And we had this built in 1989. Do you see it? Can you read the plaque if you're watching? It says, in grateful appreciation to Marfam Lumber. They gave us the wood. Charles Worcester, he supplied and did all the work. And to the businesses and residents that made this living symbol of reality, Delhi Township's Bicentennial. This was all me. I didn't this. And kind of cool. It's still here. 89, 99, 09, 19. Shit, and 29. It's going to be 40 years old. But this street's really busy. The only, none of this was here. None of these stores. There was a bowling lane. There was Frisch's restaurant. There was Delhi Garden Center. And then later on, McDonald's came down there. They're still there. And Kmart. Now the street is non-stop. Everything you could probably want. But yeah, one of my first jobs after the whole savings and loan crisis, I actually went to work for First National Bank of Cincinnati. While I was there, the bank changed names to Star Bank, and now it's known as U.S. Bank. And it's one of the largest banks in the United States. Cincinnati was a big financial institution. Not only did First National Bank that became Star and then um, U.S. Bank, but also Fifth Third Bank is headquarters in downtown Cincinnati. So after college and after I didn't have a job, luckily friends of friends knew my situation and I was invited to join what was called the Professional Development Program for First National Bank of Cincinnati. It was like going back to college again for banking. So we spent a year, there was only 16 of us, and we spent a year and everyone from the upper level came in. And it was a very select group that got into this. And like the first day, the president of the bank took you to the bankers club for lunch all the high officers would come down they'd give lectures on the departments and then later on you could select where you wanted to work well i really wasn't into the downtown working environment because it was very stuffy and if you know me i'm very creative i can't sit still so i decided i wanted to go into the branches because i could be out in the community and do things like start the business association. And one of the very first banks that my very first time to become a manager was here in my home area of Delhi Township. 
interesting little fact. About a month after I was named that, I had to work on what's called Black Friday at the bank. It was my branch, so I had to work. And I got robbed. And the tellers, I couldn't even see the people who robbed the bank because my office was around the corner. And the tellers come running in. We were robbed, we were robbed. And I'm like, oh shit, what the F do I do? I was so scared. But yeah, we got robbed. They found the money later. So, but it was a very interesting. So it's really cool that you kind of worked in the area. And then about a mile down this way and a mile up was the first bar that I owned in Delhi Township. So this is part of my life. I hope you will stick around. Please listen to our sponsor. I'll be right back. You're listening to Tripping with Silver Daddy. Oh, that bank of mine? That bank is now a White Castles. They converted my branch into White Castles. At least I love White Castles. Can you believe that stuff? Hey, we'll be right back. Have a promotion? Like a birthday? Or celebrating an anniversary? Or would you like to advertise your business on Trippin' with Silver Daddy? No matter what you want to do, I can help you. Just send me an email to Trippin' with Silver Daddy at gmail.com. Don't forget, there's no G in Trippin'. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to, you know where, Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And I'm at the end of my show here. The show about kind of my life of growing up. And I guess it's only fitting that I stopped at my parents' grave. I can only tell you that if your parents are still alive, make sure you hug them and tell them how much you love them. I'm sorry, I gotta go. This is really hard whenever I come here, especially at the holidays. My mom loved the holidays. Christmas meant everything to my mother. She wanted all the kids and grandkids to always be so happy. And then... Right across from over in this area is my Aunt Norm. And then down the hill further is Val, Valerie. She was a bartender at my bar who decided she couldn't handle the pressures of life at a very young age. 
even though she was the most popular person in the bar. And she's very close to me and my ex-wife and because of that we actually gave our daughter her our daughter's middle name is Valerie in honor of her hey everyone I gotta go I hope you have a great time I hope you have a great day. I'm actually very happy. I know it doesn't sound it right now, but it's always good to be able to just come here when I'm in town so I can talk to my mom and dad. So make sure that, especially I, you know, when I hear these people that they don't get along with their parents and they haven't seen their parents in so long try to reach out and find a way swallow your pride just for a short period you will never regret it I will tell you that much so remember as always love peace and respect thank you for spending this time with me you're listening to, or you were listening to, Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye.